Hey everyone, this is AM Reviews. I'm Adrian. I'm Muhammad. This is a podcast where we talk about movies, TV shows, and all things superheroes. Be sure to check us out on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, which will all be linked in the description of the podcast. Thanks for listening. Welcome back, everybody, to AM Reviews. It's Muhammad and Adrian, and today we're here to review the film Venom, Let There Be Carnage. And this film stars Tom Hardy as Venom slash Eddie Brock, Woody Harrelson as Cletus Cassidy, also Carnage, Michelle Williams as Anne Weying, Naomi Harris as Shriek, And that's pretty much the main cast. But essentially, this film is about Eddie Brock is still struggling to coexist with the shape-shifting extraterrestrial Venom. When deranged, serial killer Cletus Cassidy also becomes host to an alien symbiote. Brock and Venom must put aside their differences to stop his reign of terror. So what did you get from Venom? Let there be carnage. So one of the, uh, I'm going to start with the critique, huh, per usual, um, <laughs> is this felt like the first movie. Hmm. It wasn't in, in some ways less exciting. Um, I think um, seeing uh, Carnage, I think that character was pretty interesting. Um, Carnage, Carnage, uh, wow. um, Carnage and um, Cletus Cassidy and kind of their dual dynamic, um, not being as symbiotic as Venom and, um, <clears throat> and Eddie Brock. <clears throat> so that was interesting to see. Um, I thought Woody Harrelson did a great job with the character. Um, it's funny because, <laughs> let me look, how old is Woody Harrelson? Let me see if I can find it. Woody Harrelson is 60 years old. Um, in the timeline of the movie, I think he's 24. <laughs> well, not 24, he's like 30 in the movie. Because I believe that the timestamp was like 1997 when he was like a teenager in the asylum. And it wasn't much longer that comes to present day and it's definitely not 60 years. Um, so I thought it was interesting, like they kind of glossed over the age, didn't quite line up. Um, and then you had Shriek, um, Naomi Harris, who's 45. That's closer. Um, but she also was, couldn't have been a teenager. Maybe they're young adults. But either way, it just felt like Woody Harrelson was playing a much younger character than he actually was in the movie. And I don't know if his star power or was that great to overcome that. Does that make sense? The movie or the character? The character, right? I thought they could have picked someone else. He was great for it, but with the timeline they chose, it didn't quite make sense to have him be the actor. Yeah, um, that's the least of this movie's problems. Well, yeah, exactly. I was going to say that doesn't change much of the story, but it's one of the things that I that I noticed that kind of bothered me. Um, but going through the story itself, I found it a bit more boring than the first one. I mean, I agree. Kind of has, yeah, it kind of has that typical, you know, we powered up this superhero in the first one. And he's going to lose his powers for some reason, overcome his differences, gain his powers back in the end to save the day. And that's literally what happened. Um, It was more interesting towards the end of the movie 
Um, the very anyway, end. The Literally. very. <laughs> it was more interesting. The end, the end credit scene was the best part of the movie, and I don't like when that's the case. Yes. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say this is not a good movie. Oh, you're coming out. <laughs> this is not a good movie. I really did not enjoy this that much. Um, I mean, it has some of the same things as the first movie, but just worse. Um, more of the back and forth between Eddie Brock and Venom. Um, really too much of it. Way too much. And it, right. it just was not funny. I was like, come on, can we get through this? This is actually most of the movie they're doing this. It's almost Going like... Yes. It, it, I hate some... you. What did you do? <laughs> Eddie. Yes. I don't. Yes. It, it, Shut it's... your mouth and talking to himself. Some of it was kind of funny, but Not other much. parts it's like, okay, let's let's move on. I thought the funniest parts when um Venom was uh Mrs. Chen. I thought that was pretty funny. Um and ooh. That's it? <laughs> uh, no, there was more. I'm just trying to remember what it was. I couldn't find anything was... really. You can find. I thought him being in Mrs. Chin was kind of funny. Yeah, um, a little bit. It was a little bit. I was tired uh, of him at that point, though. I was like, "Come on, man! I'm sick of it this." It was going on for a while. It was going on for a while. It's it's, it's like one of those Tyler Perry movies, one of those bad Tyler Ooh. Perry movies where it's just nothing but jokes and there's no story. And that's kind of what this movie that was, was. That was disrespectful. <laughs> You're giving this Medea Boo yes. level movie? Yes. Oh no. <laughs> No question. I wonder which one made a bigger profit. Um, probably Medea. But I <laughs> I didn't think it was going to be that bad, but definitely was pretty slow beats. Um, the dynamic between Sheik and I don't know, I feel like she flipped kind of soon in the, you know, it just, you're right. It wasn't, it wasn't up to snuff. It wasn't up to par. With what maybe maybe we're just spoiled with Marvel and, and their storytelling ability, but this one wasn't it. It was um it was okay. I also like Eminem's song in the first one more than this one. So it also doesn't have that going for it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, pretty much the first one, I mean, it's not a great movie, but it's better than this one. This one yeah. I guess they listened to some of the people in comment sections or a few of the fans who really liked the back and forth between Eddie Brock and Venom. And that's what they made for most of this movie. I mean, it felt like all the, the writers went on strike and they just came up with this. I mean, this movie is barely an hour and a half. I mean, <laughs> most of it is made up of jokes between Eddie Brock and Venom. And most of them suck. Um, wow, I didn't think you'd not like this movie that much. I, it was hard to get through. I, oh, wow. I was wow. bored. I was bored. I was like, these jokes aren't funny. Um, the I chickens? Mean, you, you weren't amused by the conversations with the chickens? I, I, I was sick of them. I really was. And, um, I, making breakfast didn't entertain you? I, I was pretty much sick of them, like they were sick of each other. How they separated. Yeah. Um, but, it, I mean, loose connections between Eddie Brock and Cletus Cassidy to make this big fight at the end. I mean, just not good. It's, it's really not. Yeah. 
I almost I felt bad for Cleus Cassius' character towards the end. I mean, he is a rampaging uh, serial killer that should have died on the chair, but I did feel bad for him at the end. He's like, you know, you're hurting my wife. This is too much. And uh, uh, Carnage is pretty much saying, shut up. You're my host. That is it, right? <laughs> um, I'm a, I, now, I, what, another part was funny. Whenever Shriek screams, she was excited. I'm going to help. I'm going to scream. If, if she ever does that again, I, I mean, I feel like at that moment, because this was, is this rated R? I can't remember if this is, um, uh, it's PG-13. It's PG-13. I feel like if this one was rated R, um, there could have been some more funny language used um, from Carnage uh, in some of the comments he was making. But yeah, wasn't a huge fan. Um, I also felt like it was some recycled material from Spider-Man 3, um, with the bell tower in the church, you know, the venom coming off. Um, you know, they had a whole bell in this one, right? Um, where it was making things. The fight scenes I thought were better in the first one, right? Even though it was a bunch of CGI blob um, with Eddie Brock's face just in the middle of it. Um, I thought the jokes or, were better. In the first one, the jokes are better? Yeah, like especially what you saw in the trailer. When yeah. um, Venom was saying like eyes, lungs, pancreas, so many snacks, you know that right. that was that was creative. This was just there, terrible. Yeah, and this whole chocolate thing was okay, um, and the chemical in the brain. I feel like let that man eat. Like I, this is the Venom we know and love. I feel like maybe that would have added some things. I don't know if he was able to be more Venom-like, um, be a villain. Crazy. Not a be, hero. Be that, be that anti-villain, um, and he's he definitely wasn't that very, very PG version of Venom. So wasn't too, wasn't too pleased. Um, but that's the story. Essentially, you know, Eddie gets in a fight with Venom, but before it happens, he is riding the wave of success from the first film in his writing career, thanks to Venom, and. Um, he wants to write about Cletus Cassidy. Cletus Cassidy wants him to write about him. He goes to see him. Cletus Cassidy is under his skin with some comments. And um, he, um, Venom, lashes out at Cletus Cassidy. Um, and you Well, know, you're kind of fast forwarding because he does uh, like leave before he comes back. Oh, this is two visits. You're right. I forget. There are two visits um, to him in jail. He gets in a short interview, very cryptic right? Um, and he doesn't get much from it, but Venom has a photographic memory, which I don't know if that's canon, or, or but um, photograph memory looked at the cell walls, right? So there's like, he's in a holding cell outside of his actual cell for some reason. And in the actual cell, he has these drawings in the walls that are his life story pretty much. Venom memorizes it by heart. Um, and pretty much the fight that he gets into with Eddie Brock is the fact that he's able to memorize these things and help him with his career um, and be more aggressive while Eddie Brock does not. So he missed him to go back for more. And when he does is when they get into this exchange of words um, and Cletus says something to get under um, Eddie Brock's skin and Venom takes up for him and lashes out towards him and Cletus Cassidy bites him and the blood from uh, Venom and Eddie uh, is ingested by Cletus Cassidy and Carnage is born and it's a red one. So be scared. Also, also, but before you move on, um, Cletus Cassidy 
he started not liking Tom Hardy or Eddie Brock because um, that led to them giving him the death penalty, you know, going to the electric right, chair. Scary. And then he invites right. him back again. I don't know why he went, but, you know, he just right. went to see him before he died. And that's when the whole carnage thing is born. Right. Because that leads them to all the bodies where he had buried his victims. And um, like this is heinous, although they already knew it was heinous. People were already dead. Just finding them. How does that make it worse? But um, they pushed him <laughs> to the death penalty. And, um, <laughs> well, I mean, really, the people are already dead. The death penalty should have already been given if that's where they're going to go find the bodies. I don't understand what that was a tipping point. Yeah, they don't come back. <laughs> right, they don't come back. Uh, so I don't know. Politically, like actual, like legally, I don't think I don't think this is handled properly at all. Um, but that is kind of how, how he is born. And of course, Conan's breaks him out of jail, um, right? It's a decent match for him. He lets him consume what he wants to consume. And Cletus Cassidy does not understand, but is happy about it. And he says, I can get you what you want, which is Venom. If you get me what I want, which is my girlfriend, shriek. So shenanigans ensue. Um, A. Brock's ex-girlfriend, is ex-fiance, is taken um, captive. Um, I thought there were some funny moments between the boyfriend, the new husband, um, and, uh, and Venom's character towards the end. Um, and you have that whole, I thought more was going to come out of it, but um, to get Venom back after they broke up, um, him and Eddie, after the big fight, and he's just, taking different... I, I, I was not a fan of that. I, I was not. I mean, he was just that, going that whole segment. Some... You didn't like his coming out story? <sighs> it's, it's not the you coming like... out story. It's, it's more like what he was doing. It was just like, why? he's? It was goofy. Yeah. It, I'm, I'm like, this is not the Venom that I want. You know, the, the no. Venom from the first movie was more aggressive more villain like i, I like vil- the, the villain venom not an anti-hero coming out kind of venom that's not what i like i think that's another reason why i don't like this movie yeah it was weird he had a weird moment um yeah it i almost feel it was just as drastic as a turn as spider-man in that original trilogy when he had venom and he was dancing in the street, being all cool with a new haircut. I feel like this was the equal level of shift in character that was also unliked. Um, different direction, but still equally awkward. Um, but to get Venom back, I mean, he's going body to body because the people he's getting aren't good matches. Um, so he goes into the ex-wife's body when she goes to look for him. And Eddie has to apologize to Venom through Anne. Um, and in doing that, it kind of feels like he's actually apologizing to her for all the turmoil that she's caused or that he's caused in her life. Um, and Venom obviously comes back, but nothing comes out of that. Like, I feel like that was almost leading towards them getting back together in a way, like the apology I never got, that kind of a thing. That energy was there, but nothing came out of it, which was interesting. Um, she was just there just to get Venom back to Eddie. That's all it was. Yeah, that was that was a point. We held captive by um, by Carnage um, in the in the church to lure um, Eddie back in him. So it was it was interesting, a little bit more goofy than I thought it should be. Um, but of course, Venom wins in the end in the big fight, um, and uh, Carnage I think is still living on in that police officer, right? Um, 
so he's not gone, but um, Eddie decides, you know, I need a change of pace, go on vacation. And that's where he wants to spend out his days in the short term being a hero um, for the little guy, um, which gets to the best part of the film, <laughs> the um, end credit scene where, spoiler alert, pretty sure the multiverse is broken and we see it right there, um, which was awesome. And honestly, seeing that end credit scene, I was like, ugh, I had to sit through <laughs> mediocre movie. At best. At best <laughs> for this monumental teaser of a, cause it's not like it's new information we're getting in this um, post credit scene, but it's just, oh, it's happening, right? The multiverse is changing people are in this, it's happening. Um, but was the movie worth it to get there? I feel like this in, this no. in credit scene could have replaced the movie <laughs> and I would have been just as fulfilled. Yes, definitely. I did not. They could have released a Disney short and, I would have been fine. I didn't need this movie at all. Not no. not whatsoever. I mean, this movie absolutely did nothing. What what did it do to push the movie or the universe forward? The end credit scene showed the multiverse breaking, which we would have seen anyway, but nothing. <laughs> yeah, and I'm also hesitant because we have this venom. Um, so I <sighs> I don't know. I'm, I'm a little bit more hesitant about this upcoming Spider-Man film because I'm, I'm not really liking this Venom at all. And if they bring that same kind of energy, he's, he's, I don't think he's going to ruin it for me, but I'm just not going to like it. I'm not going to like when he comes on the screen. Well, if he is in the movie, it will be in under different direction. Um, we'll be in Marvel's Cinematic Universe territory, so I feel like it has to, by default, be better um, somehow. But I don't know. I don't know. I feel like, honestly, um, I don't think Venom is going to have a huge part in the Spider-Man movie. I feel like because they're setting up the Sinister Six, pretty much, Venom's not a part of that, is he? Um, I mean, he could be. I mean, it, it always kind of changes. Depending on the story. Yeah, I mean, I think Doc, Dr. Octopus is always like the ringleader. Right. I have a hard time seeing this version of the Venom being a part of the Sinister Six because um, he's quite tame. If anything, teaming up with him, but I don't want that. I want more Doctor Strange. Um, <laughs> so it sounds like know, a lot. Seem, it's it's it may seem more interested in the next Spider Man and the next Doctor Strange. Didn't think it was possible, but um, it did at least accomplish that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this movie was sorely lacking Spider-Man. I'm like, where's Spider-Man when we need him? We need Venom to actually be a villain, not this joke, not this weakling. I mean, he was getting beat up by Carnage. I mean, actually, I mean, in, in like comics and, and TV shows, Carnage is actually the stronger one. But still, I I just wasn't a fan of this movie. Um I'm trying to think of some enjoyable parts for me. I think Carnage looked pretty good. I mean, yeah, the, like the the the, the design. Um, yeah, definitely. Well, I, I liked when Cletus Cassidy told his backstory. You know, through that kind of like stop yeah. motion animation, that was really that nice. Was good. Um, you got to see some of his backstory, like how he went through a lot of trauma. Um, you know, getting beat down by his father, 
Uh, I mean, he was an evil little boy also. I mean, he, I think he killed his mother and grandmother. Right. Um, and he was sent off to this uh, home for no parents or I forgot how they said it, but basically nobody wanted him. Um, but yeah, all of that, I think, was done really nicely. That stop motion animation, really nice. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, um, I, don't, I don't know about anything else. Yeah, the story wasn't it for you. Um, no, it was terrible. Right. I. Yeah, I think I've said as much positive as I can find to say. Uh, I mean, there. I, I guess there's some laughable moments here and there, like with um, Shriek. You know how she's kind of like. Yes. Uh, she's the girlfriend of Cletus Cassidy in the beginning. And, you know, they're, they're showing them when they're young and this is before they, you know, get separated and they know that she's dangerous, whoever, you know, like the police or whatever. And they're dragging her out, putting her in, you know, in the back of one of those vans or whatever. But doesn't they don't put on any like chains or um, handcuffs. And the policeman that shows up throughout most of the movie is just sitting back there, just chilling. I don't know if he has a weapon or not. Oh, I, actually, he did. He did. He did have a gun. Yeah, he he shot her. But still, why isn't she like handcuffed or anything? Why isn't anything put over her mouth? Right. Don't you know she's dangerous? There's a reason why you dragged her out of there. Yeah, carelessness of her plot development. Um, <laughs> right. So we can have him in the future um, as a part of this movie. Um, so that was a pretty dumb thing i wish they would have explained shriek and why she's the way she is um i would assume that would have been nice um how they ended up in the same place right um because you have someone who is there's a difference between being an evil spirit and being a mutant um with special abilities so why are they in the same place that's interesting to me that's true Um, I mean, he didn't have any superpowers at that point. No. Cassidy, Cletus Cassidy. No, he was just an evil kid. (laughs) So not sure why he was there uh, or why she was there, rather. So that was um, a question that I had 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 watching the film. Um, It's also funny at the end when, um, you know, they try to set up their own um, wedding with... uh, yeah, Cletus Cassidy and then Shriek, and then they they're, they're holding everybody hostage, right. and then right. <laughs> I mean she just destroys that cop I guess because you know he shot her in the face or in the eye, right. um, but then not too long after that she's like, uh, Cletus, you know this is too much, you um killing these people. I'm like, what? You just saw him destroy all of these people before this, <laughs> and you helped him. That was the quick flip that I was talking about. All of a sudden, I think we need to take it easy. What? <laughs> How many people have you killed today, ma'am? What do you mean? Is it because he's playing with his food? Is that what you're not liking? Um, but taking it easy, you're well past that. You were a serial killer. Um, you just brutally you, murdered that cop. Brutally. <laughs> uh, so don't, yeah, that flip was kind of interesting. I mean, she was willing. Didn't to- think she deserved to die, but then, like, ah, she was. She did kill people, but differently. 
Um, yeah. You know, we had Cletus Cassidy, who was a serial killer. She was just a power being who, under the right guidance, could be better. Had Professor X picked her up, maybe she'd be in a better place. Yeah. I mean, he did pick up somebody similar to her. I, don't, I forgot his name. Banshee? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she's just willingly taking these people, kidnapping um, the husband of Eddie's old girlfriend, um, right. kidnapping her, you know, all for Cleus Cassidy. But, you know, him just torturing them. Oh, that's too much. That's enough. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so stupid. Um, Cletus Cassidy at the end, I didn't buy his his feelings. Of course, I know, I guess he wanted to be hmm. loved or whatever, but still, it felt like a serial killer who was trying to get one last trick in, you know, trying hmm. to get away. That's the way it felt to me. I mean, I could be wrong, but I don't know. I, I didn't believe his feelings. Okay. That's fair. It's, I mean, it's hard. He is a serial killer. An unreliable source, if you will. Um, so it is hard to think his motivations are genuine ever, um, or even if he gets the grace to be believed at this point. Um, so not the story I would have written, but I mean, I commend, right, the directors and writers on this. Obviously, they're doing things in bigger money than I ever will. Um, and uh, just the Eddie, basics, though. What's that? That's just the basics. I mean, you don't, you don't get credit for the basics. It's true. It's just the basics. And Andy Circus <laughs> directed this, right? Uh, big surprise. You're surprised. Well, I'm surprised that he made this. Ooh. <laughs> not in a good not way. Not a shining moment. No. <laughs> yeah. And Tom Hardy, he was one of the writers on yeah. it. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So I is this a Sony like a, a um hostile takeover? Like you're gonna do what we say? Or is it them? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Who was in the writer's room, right? Who dictated what? Um, was there more or less Marvel influence on this, right? I wonder what the backroom deals are from Sony um, on the use of Venom in, their, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, right? Is it only enough for that quick um, end credit scene, right? Are they still holding one of them that tight? Or are they going to license him out like they're doing Spider-Man? Um, in the MCU. I don't know. What does this mean going forward? I wonder with the Multiverse of Madness and Spider-Man movie, with the multiverse converging, is it temporary? Are we going to see an overlap of characters and then they go back to their respective areas once it is fixed? Or will it forever be changed? I don't know. Only if the Civil War in real life ever gets fixed between Sony and Disney. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we don't know what will happen will disney finally buy sony in the near future maybe <laughs> they can't buy everything i mean they got the money is it all for the fans or just to make more money obviously to make more money but i'm a <laughs> fan um also I morbius sitting from this entertainment 
Yes, I, I, I can yes, agree with we that. Got Morbius coming out soon. January 28th, 2022. And you remember from that trailer, the one trailer that came out, um, it showed Spider-Man as a murderer. You know, he was passing by this drawing on a wall with where it said Spider-Man right. murderer. And then you also had Michael Keaton as, um, uh, what is it called? The Vulture showing up in there in the trailer. So right. that was definitely that. connected. And we got Tyrese in here too. Tyrese is in it? Yep, he's he's in the cast. Simon Stroud. I'm not sure who that is. I wonder what version of Tyrese we're going to get. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm just wondering if that's going to be connected. Like what? Because I, I think this was supposed to come out before the Spider-Man movie that's coming up. Mm. Was like it changed this? a lot? I don't know. I mean, how come there's not, there's not been any trailers or anything? I mean, the last one was I like... I think it's been a lot of editing. But, I mean, it's only a few months away. It's January? Times. How do you not yes. have like a, a, another trailer? in over a year i don't get it but you know i am interested in that one um i'm not sure how connected it'll be with the upcoming spider-man film maybe jared leto shows up in that one i don't know i I mean is that too many characters maybe i don't know it was slated to release in the summer of 2020 and has been delayed three times and it's now going to come out January of 2022. Two-year delay. I think there's a lot of editing that has happened in this film. It, to it might, make it fit, to make it make sense. Okay, I got you. But it might go the way of Gambit, the movie that never came. Ooh. You don't think this will come? <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm just joking, but I don't know. I mean, how can you set a date? And then, I mean, there's no trailers or anything. I mean, I don't pay attention to that much news or news outlets, but I haven't heard anything. I just realized this was coming out. Yeah, I know. I forgot it existed <laughs> until I was at the theater. And I think there, I don't know if there's a trailer for it. It might have just been like on one of those, join our club, our Regal Club, and um, get off these next movies coming up. And I think it was listed. And I was like, oh, yeah, Morbius. That's a thing. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't, I don't know. Um, it already sounds like that there's like a lot of villains in the Spider-Man film. So adding on Venom, even if he's like a small part, maybe he's just introduced to the into the MCO to, you know, later become one of Spider-Man's villains. I have no idea. But um <sighs> wasn't a fan of this Venom, not this second second movie Venom. No, no, I wasn't either. I mean, did you like the first one better? Oh, yeah, I like the first one better, no doubt. I think and I was... don't think I was a huge fan of the first one, but I definitely liked it. I don't think so. I liked either. it more than I thought. I liked it more than I thought I would. Um, but I almost hold it higher now after seeing this one. Oh, I definitely hold it higher. I mean, I, I like the way <clears throat> Venom was more ruthless than that one i mean in this one yeah he talks about it he wants to eat some chickens and eat some heads or whatever and he does this in the end but 
it's still just a big joke. I mean, he jokes in the first one, but this is just way too much. Not a fan of it. And this movie was barely an hour and a half long. <laughs> I mean, that shouldn't be a strike against it, but it just shows there wasn't much there. Yeah. There wasn't much there. And I, I, it makes me wonder as far as like Venom showing up in the future, if there'd be a third film or he'd be relegated to being something within the Spider-Man movies. I don't know. I think it's hard to separate Venom from Spider-Man, especially if he's going to be evil. Um, yeah. I guess there's so many different iterations of Venom that you can do unless you make him into a hero and make him like Agent Venom or whatever which I, that's not what I want to see. Let us get the true Venom versus Spider-Man on screen. I mean, mm. we kind of had that in the first one with um, Tobey Maguire, but that didn't work out. <laughs> and this just hasn't happened yet. No, um, I don't know uh, what's going to happen. I feel like this version of Venom, I don't know how he's... I don't even know how, why he would fight Spider-Man, really. Um, what the motivations would be, the reasons they wouldn't be on the same team at this point with how these first two movies have gone with him. Um, so I don't know if we'll get an MCU version of Spider-Man versus Venom. Maybe in their first meeting they fight, but they're definitely going to fight like the Avengers fought when they first met. Only once. And we move on and they're on the same team. And they learn from one another. Maybe Venom learns how to shoot web uh, and put spider on his chest and they, they buddy cop it out. I don't know. Uh, that's, that's hard to see it being good. <laughs> it might be successful because I think this movie has been successful. Venom. Yeah, right. But I mean, I think that's just for the love of the character and Spider-Man. But I'm just not a fan of this one. I'm really not. Um, I mean, will we ever get the black suit Spider-Man? I honestly, I could see that happening in the next Spider-Man movie. So that the symbiote takes over him or takes I over feel his like suit? It's, in my mind, I have a heart. Well, I mean, that's a possibility. We could see that maybe because we did have Venom lick the screen whenever he saw him in the... Um, in that post-credit scene. So it could be that maybe Eddie Brock goes to seek out this Spider-Man, right? First of all, the multiverse is broken if this is happening. So he's figuring out what's going on and he's still a reporter maybe. Um, he's seeking out Spider-Man and Venom is like jealous or wants to be Spider-Man. So he leaves Eddie Brock and attaches himself to um, this newest version of Spider-Man. Maybe that's what we see. <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess. I see it as plausible. I don't see them fighting. I don't see that. I see if any, if there's any kind of a way for him to use that black suit, it's going to be maybe Eddie. This, because this Venom is just so goofy that he's just like, oh, I want that. And <laughs> he attaches himself to this Spider Man for a few minutes, right? And goes on a rampage. Um, or we see Spider Man in a black suit. But it has nothing to do with Venom. It's just another suit. It's just another Iron Man invention. Exactly. This is your stealth <laughs> Spider-Man suit. 
<laughs> uh yeah. Um yeah, this this venom is just way too goofy. Uh, I I don't know how Spider-Man could really take him seriously as like an actual, you know, threat. I mean, the first movie, Venom, I, I can see that one, but mm-hmm. he's he's just turned into this a joke. Right. He's not gonna be the major character, I think, if they do fight. I could see that I could see Venom eating some people and Spider-Man finding out and then having a fight. Um, but that's about it. Yeah, I, I guess so. Um just not a fan of this film. I mean, the, yeah. the first one is rated lower than this current one. Yeah, I was looking at some of the reviews. It's not held as low as we are kind of talking about it um, for some some reason. No, <laughs> not really sure why. Honestly. People are liking it for some reason. I guess so. I mean, we're, we're ah, it's so hard because the more these movies become mainstream, the less of the hardcore fans influence is going to matter right so things that we see as issues or things that we may may not like that we see the general populace who's watching this doesn't know any of this context or history so it's almost like the first avengers can't be fairly equated to um avengers endgame because the audience who was reviewing them is different. Even when the first Avengers came out and it was more mainstream, you still had, I think, a higher percentage of those core fans versus just general people who want to watch this movie versus today where there's way more people who just love these movies because they love them versus the people who grew up reading the comic books who want to see them um, on the screen. So I think that skews the how they're reviewed. Yeah, I mean, I think obviously the the last Avengers movies were better than the first one. <laughs> yes, I agree. <laughs> no question. But yeah, I, I agree with your your whole argument there. I mean, there's just so many more eyes on these movies, and they're much more popular. They're going to be made for the mainstream, you know, appeal to everybody. But it's even hard to see in this appeal to everybody. I guess if you want the jokes, but still, it's just too much. Yeah, it is a lot. It is a lot for sure. Um, and they did some of them. They did take for so long that the whole coming out scene was very interesting. Um, I mean, what what did you think of it? Really? I don't know. I don't know how that made it out of the writing room um, because okay, Venom is going out on his own, going between different people, gets on stage, hijacks it all. I get the cool costume comments and stuff like that. He just happened in a place we can blend in at this, um, at this club. But taking the stage, like, you know, finally being accepted for me, and I love it. I don't need Eddie. I'm being myself. I'm finally out and all this stuff. And it's like, it's clearly a play on coming out um, as gay or, or another sexuality. And it's just like, is, is this appropriate? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. This is this is not what I expected in watching this movie. No, I mean, w- would you say that it's played out for a joke? Oh, definitely. <laughs> it just definitely. adds to the, the 
just the the not good jokes in this film. I I didn't like any of the jokes. I didn't really find much of them funny. Yeah. Um, I was heavily surprised by the ending. Well, I mean the the post credits. I, I wasn't expecting that, but that's easily the best part of the movie. No oh, question. Yeah. For sure. I was like, yes, it's happening. It's happening. <laughs> That's exactly what I felt like. Um, the way it happened, the big boom, he's in the same room, but there's someone else who's staying in that room. What's going on? J. Jonah Jameson is on the screen again, um, talking about Spider-Man and in, from his InfoWars style thing. And I'm like, yes. I was also curious about what Ben was going to say. Because he was about to like tell him secrets about the alien races and whatnot that his brain couldn't comprehend and all this kind of stuff. I was interested in that story too, um, but I'm glad we saw the multiverse break in that moment. And it kind of felt like the writers were saying, you know, their cosmic universe and multiverse, all this stuff that we've been gearing up for is really too complicated for y'all to understand, but we're going to do it anyway. Um, so they're really talking to us. Venom was talking to us, I think, about um, you know what's going to happen next and how big it is and how confusing it all is, um, but how fun it's going to be. Okay, I mean, if Venom would have had a, a like a voice like that, that would have been better instead of this. I mean, did did it seem like the voice changed from the first film? I thought it did a little bit. It was more of like a jokey voice, more like a little higher pitch. Yeah, it wasn't. I think the first one, it did come off a little more grungy, a little more scary, a little more evil, even. Um, this one felt more like Cookie Monster. <laughs> That's what I thought, particularly when he was Mrs. Chin. I heard Cookie Monster. <laughs> and I was like, uh, am I making this up? I don't know, but it did feel a little softer. I'm like, Very. I want cookie. <laughs> I'm oh. a, cookies are good. I yeah. want brains. I want my chickens, Eddie. It was like it was it was more goofy yeah. this time. But you know, I, I I like the jokes from the first one. You know, like that one in the trailer. It was like I was gonna like take off your arms and legs. And you'll be rolling in the wind like a turd. Like I mean, turd. I mean, it's a dumb joke, but it's it's still funny. I mean, I haven't heard anything like that. I mean, it's it's really stupid, but yes, it yes. it works. It works. Do you think it's suffering from what Deadpool two suffered from, or is this different? Um, no, I can agree with that. Okay, but I think Deadpool two is way better than this one. Yeah, <laughs> way Definitely. better. Definitely. Um, but some recycled humor. Um, this one was more like exaggerated humor. Like the body possession thing, we get it. Stop doing it. Um, but yeah, it wasn't not too many redeeming qualities in this one. I don't think there's any. Mm. <laughs> in credit scene. The only Whoa, one. Oh, okay, yeah. Is yeah. that a part of the movie? No, it's not. I, that, I, I just don't even think of that as a part of the movie. I just separate it. <laughs> It's not it's even not, a part of the movie. No, it's a, it's its own movie. All that stuff that happened before, garbage. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, this movie's not even rewatchable. Ooh, <laughs> it's not. Ooh. I, 
<laughs> I it's, it's first off, it's boring. It's really boring. And the majority the, of it is pretty boring. There's a whole bunch of jokes that aren't funny. Um, I guess a little bit of interesting things with Cletus Cassidy, you know, some of his backstory that they go over, but not much there. I know I'm complaining a lot, but that's just how I feel. <laughs> that's what it is. That's what it is. So yeah. are you ready to give it a rating? Oh, yeah, definitely. So um, the lowest rating is trash. Middle is background noise. And the highest is a banger. So how would you rate the film? Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Venom, Let There Be Carnage, I rate as low background noise. Because I think this can be relegated to the Netflix reruns or the Disney Plus reruns. I don't know. Um, that, that kids are going to play just because I thought this was Spider-Man. It's not. It's Venom, um, unfortunately. And... That's it. I mean, it's jokes and stuff that you're right. It's not that not that deep. It's there's not much like Easter eggs or things, I think, to look back on and be like, oh my gosh, wow, that's showing up now. There's that. Do you notice this? Not much of that in this film. Woody Harrelson's an amazing actor. He did a great job. Don't know if I necessarily would have cast him in this. Um Venom sounds like Cookie Monster. It's a little softer this time. Um, I think it sh- maybe it should have been rated R and there should have been more graphic things. Um, but yeah, like the end where, you know, he chomps his head off. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just, I'm reading some comments online. Someone asked, why is Venom 2 so short? Um, and apparently Andy Serkis said it's shorter because he wanted the film to feel like a thrill ride and not hanging around um, too much um, exposition. I thought that happened anyway, and it was still short. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> well, Low background noise. It, it was not a thrill ride. It was the opposite of that. Yeah. It was like waiting in line for... Um, the Intimidator, or um, what's the newer one from Carowinds? Um, Fury. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Fury. Yeah, yeah, just waiting all day for one of those. That's how boring it was. And this, for me, is certified trash. Ooh. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> I went back and forth on it. I wasn't sure if I was going to go with a low background noise. I mean, that was the best it was going to get. Or trash. <laughs> but it's certified trash. It's it's the lowest that you can get. Don't watch this. It's terrible. Um, you can find much better out there. Watch the end credit scene. Oh yeah, you wouldn't have missed the thing. Well, you can f- probably find that on YouTube. Right. <laughs> Considering Karn's character is pretty much taken care of at this point, Shriek is dead. Eddie Brock went to a new place. Nothing in this film was like consequential. Nope. So uh, it wasn't necessary. No, this movie was not necessary. They could have kept this. I mean, they, they could have made something different or just let yeah, Venom yeah. carry over into this new Spider-Man film. Yeah. Um, but it's trash. It's, it's straight up trash. I don't like it. I don't like this Venom. Um, I hope they don't make another one. Wow. <laughs> Such kind words. 
<laughs> I mean, they probably will. You know, people are liking this for some reason. Right. It's it made money. They're gonna probably make another one. Unfortunately. Um, yeah. I assume the after the multiverse is fixed, so it won't be like won't have those fun elements. Probably. Um, I don't know where. You, it's hard for me. I don't know how long Venom can survive without Spider Man as something inter- interesting to watch. Um, I think it'll it'll run into that wall of recycled jokes. I mean, at this point, that's what it is for me. But other people, I guess they still like it. But it's just going to be more of that. I'm not sure how long it can go. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's rough. I don't have much else to say about it. It's, it's, it's rough. Yeah, it is. But, you know, that's enough complaining for this episode. So thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, make sure to check out our other platforms, including YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, which will all be linked in the description. And if you want to send us a message, you can click that message link to get featured on the show. And thanks for listening. <laughs>